What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Kick Out at Three podcast. This is your editor in chief, Nick. I just want to say thank you for everyone for the support, for the love, the appreciation, and everything. Um, we just got on to Apple Podcasts, so um, if you have Apple Podcasts, help you have, if even if you have Spotify, don't forget to rate it five stars, leave likes, leave comments, share, share the content, support. We appreciate everything. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, it is kick underscore three. Three spelled out. Instagram, it is kick out at three. Number three. And Facebook, it is kick out at three. Thanks. Let's get on with the show. So a lot to talk about today. So, but first we got to get into that. We got to get to that Lakers and Heat game last night. The uh, Lakers won one hundred and sixteen to ninety eight. I was watching it at first. I was keeping up with it, and I was like, okay, look, the Heat are the Heat are they're going to take a stand. They're gonna they're not going to be pushed down by LeBron and Anthony Davis and whatnot. And it seemed like everything was going well. They were up by I think like ten, and then. I don't know what happened. Um, I went outside and did some stuff. I came back. The Lakers just took the lead and never came, like, and never looked back. Uh, Anthony Davis had 34 points, nine boards, five assists. Uh, LeBron, 25 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. KCP, 13 points. Uh, Al Caruso, 10 points. Yeah, it, it, it was just like. I think the Lakers really wanted to make a statement because the Heat play with so much intensity, and they do they have like this they don't back down to anybody, and so I think LeBron said he wanted to match that, and then the Lakers also shot the three well. So I mean, man, I, I know I said the Lakers in six, but damn, man, whoo, this, this is looking like this 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 might be. Um, Gosh, this, if you have like five Lakers working double digits, I'm going to say Lakers and and five. I don't want to say it's a sweep yet. I know everybody's jumping, saying like, this might be a sweep. This is going to be a sweep. Nah, man, I I don't don't think it's going to be a sweep yet. I don't think we hit the panic button yet. Um, Jimmy Butler, he went down his ankle. He's going to, he's going to play a game too. You know, he is. Bam, Adebayo. Uh, shoulder injury. He said he's going to be ready for game two, but Dragic, uh, Dragic, torn plantar fascia. Uh, I'm not messed that up, but he's done for. He's done for the series, so he, he's not going to play again in the finals. Uh man. So it just leaves Butler, Tyler Hero, and um. Robinson and I'm just like man, then they're they're playing small and it's not gonna work against these Lakers. And last night when Adebayo went down, that just proved it. Like I think the the Rocket series proved it. Playing small ball with these Lakers it is it ain't gonna work. So I'm not gonna say it's a sweep yet, but um, man, last night it, it's it's starting to look it's gonna look that way. And there are people already. Hell, ESPN and Fox Sports already like, yo, this is over. Like, Carmelo tweeted, like, what y'all think was gonna happen? But I, I said the Heat would win a like two games, but this looks like they're they might not even win one. So 
we're just going to see LeBron James looks as locked in as ever. I, I was like, year 17 is just amazing how he's still doing this. And all those that said, well, he can't win in the West. He can't win in the West because the West got Harden and Westbrook. And no, no, we, we might as well stop that right now. Just stop it because... He's in the finals. He won the Western Conference Finals, and now he's in the NBA Finals. We need to give this man his roses while he's still in the league because once he's gone, there's just going to be this void there. And yeah, but yeah, last night, like LeBron, all-time playoff ranks. He's first in minutes. He's first in points. He's first in wins. He's first in steals. He's second in three points. <laughs> He's second in triple doubles, and he's third in assists. He's probably going to get second in assists. When, he's, when it's all said and done, he's going to be a first in all these categories. So, um, yeah, I, mm, they're not going to get swept. Okay, the Heat aren't going to get swept. I know you Heat fans out there, y'all, y'all, y'all worried. Don't, don't, don't hit the panic button yet. So, Jimmy Butler, he is not, he's not going to go down without a fight. I still think it's going to be Lakers and six, but it's not going to be a sweep. I really don't think it's going to be a sweep. If it's a sweep, whew, yeah, uh, that, that's going to be something. But um, anyway, for a team that has not been on my good graces lately, the Cowboys, they play the Cleveland Browns Sunday. It's a home game. We have three home games. So Cleveland Browns. That should, should, should be a win. And uh, the Giants, that should be a win. Cardinals. Cardinals play scrappy. Uh, to me, right now, that's a toss-up. I want to see how I want to see how the teams do before I make a decision on that. But the Giants, that should definitely be a win. Shaquan Barkley's out, and uh, the quarterback, bless his heart, he's doing the best he can. Browns, the name of the franchise speaks for itself. Um the thing is, our division is so bad. <laughs> the Eagles are playing so bad. The Washington football team, still can't believe I'm calling them that, is playing in the Giants. They're pretty much starting from scratch. So we should be going 6-10 and 10 and still win the NFC East. That's how trash the NFC East is. As in, as for the NFC as a whole right now, it's... It's looking like the, either Seahawks or the Packers. It's like same story every year. It's definitely gonna be definitely gonna be the Eagles. Um, yeah, we're gonna see how that goes. Um, Mike is still pretty pissed off about the um, Ravens and the Chiefs, and I'm just like, he was like texting me back and forth. I'm like, bro, chill. It's the Chiefs. Everybody loses to the Chiefs. Why well, do I want to lose to the Chiefs? I'm tired of losing to the Chiefs. I understand that. <laughs> I do. Patrick Mahomes is on a different level right now. So it is just, just, ah, but um, we're going to see how it goes. Like, um, but the, as, a, as for Sunday's game for the Cowboys, I want to say that if, if Zeke Elliott would like to show up this time, <sighs> Dallas, Dallas 28, Browns 7. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go with that. 28 to 7. It's the Browns. We should we should win by a bunch. And if we don't, then 
but then nothing surprised me. Nothing surprises me with this team anymore. It really doesn't. And I'm still not convinced with the way things have been going. I really I am not convinced with uh, Mike McCarthy so far. But um, I'm convinced with how Brady's been doing at Tampa. I've been convinced how Cam Newton is looking right at home in New England. But, bruh, I'm like, Mike McCarthy, I don't know. Some of the, some of the things that's been happening, I'm like, why in the hell did we do that? But then, I don't know. I don't know if it's a coordinator, offensive coordinator. I don't know if it's Mike McCarthy. Big mixture of both. But, then again, nothing surprises me with these Cowboys anymore. So, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but, oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. It's hard being a Cowboys fan. I, I, I know. Ooh, okay, y'all. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when it comes to NXT Takeover 31, I at first I really was wasn't that excited for it. Like I am every every pretty much every Takeover. I'm like like so giddy before the actual event. But man, the bill for this has been meh so far. But um. They kicked it in the gear last night. Um, I, I, I'm excited for it. So um, the card has been set. Um, let's give the predictions right now. Um, for the uh, North American title match is the champion, Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. Um, I feel like Damian Priest, after the win against Timothy Thatcher, and that was a very hard-earned victory, Damian Priest is starting to make his cut his own, like sink his teeth into storylines and putting on good quality matches. And that's what the North American title is supposed to be. Like, it's supposed to be that workhorse, that reliable person to put on good matches. It's the mid-card titles. That person is supposed to do the same job that the champion, the Intercontinental champion, and the United States champion on the main rosters are doing. And that's putting on quality matches, a reliable workhorse of the company. Um, Johnny Gargano, I feel like right now his job is to mainly put um, over – uh, ta- uh, put over other talent, younger talent, because let's be honest here, Johnny Gargano has done pretty much everything in NXT. I mean, hell, he's the first Triple Crown champion. He's won the North American ch- title, the tag team title, and the NXT title. And I believe he's won the Dusty Cup. Did he win the Dusty Cup? I don't, I don't remember. Let me, somebody let me know if he won the Dusty Cup. Um, Yeah, so with... That being said, and I think Johnny Gargano is more focused on getting his wife, Candice LeRae, over. We're going to get to that match just in a little bit. Um, so if right now for the North American title match, I'm going to say Damian Priest wins. Um, he's going to have to work for it, though. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's going to be a good one. All these matches are are going to be good. Right now, they've only announced one, two, three, four, five, five matches. So, um we're going to see if that changes. Um, next match is Kushida versus the Velveteen Dream. Um, Kushida has this... I've been wanting to see more character out of Kushida because we know he can go. We know he was a sensation in Japan. Um, I like his um, Back to the Future Marty McFly gimmick and how he's a time traveler and stuff like that. But And he's submissions, submission wrestling. I love, I love that. I love his uh, moveset and everything like that. But he was just missing that edge. I think Velveteen Dream has started to bring that darker side, that edgier, uh, more aggressive side out of Kushida. And now he's just really just been trying to break people's arms <laughs> since. So um, that being said, Velveteen Dream, I'm going to – Velveteen Dream, I say I think is going to win this. 
just to keep this feud going because I think there's a lot more they can do with it. Um, Velveteen Dream has, uh, he really doesn't need to win more to Kushida because Kushida hasn't really had that one definitive win in a rivalry. I don't even think Kushida has even been in a feud even worth mentioning. So Kushida isn't going to win this necessarily, but I think he's going to end up on top of this feud. I think Velveteen Dream is going to win. Um, he's going to drop the Dream, uh, that wonderful elbow, and um, going to keep the story going. So, yeah, we're going to see with that. So I, I think that's going to be a good one. Here's a match I think that's going to steal the show, though. It is a Cruiserweight Champion, Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, I, I love this. I love it. I love uh, Santos Escobar. Um, I think it's ironic how both these guys were in Lucha Underground. And, um, yeah, um, I, I, I think they have so much incredible chemistry. I think Isaiah Swerve Scott has the best finisher in WWE right now. Um the JML driver, it just looks brutal. It looks painful. How they pretty much fold up like a lawn chair, and um, yeah, there. Will, Santos Escobar is gonna have his is gonna have his cronies, his henchmen at ringside. It's gonna be one on one, mano y mano. Um, this is one. Of, this was a tough one because Isaiah Swerve has beaten him twice, all pinned him twice already. So, but then um. I think this is going to be a few that's going to continue going too because in the Cruiserweight division, no one's really stepped up to uh, Escobar except Drake Maverick, and he's busy with the in the tag team picture right now. So the winner is going to be me for watching. Um, <laughs> oh man, it's too soon to take the belt off of Escobar. So, but Swerve deserves it. Swerve has been one of the most consistent reliable um acts in nxt and especially moving to the cruiserweight division he's just been absolutely wonderful has not put on a bad match i'm gonna say swerve i'm gonna say swerve wins the cruiserweight championship I, i'm gonna say that I'm, I'm gonna go with that um the women's championship match uh the champion io shirai will take on mrs johnny gargano that is candace loray um candace loray won that battle royale last week um her and Johnny Gargano are on this Mr. and Mrs. NXT power trip thing. I think they're trying to do like how Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were doing, the Man Helms the era. I, the, the night might end with both them champion, but um, I don't think Gargano is going to beat Damian Priest. But Io Shirai has been such a dominant champion in the women's division. I mean, anybody that put it in front of her, she's put on – a wonderful match. Hell, she had a classic. I thought it was a classic. Please watch that match last week. It was uh, Io Shirai and uh, Shotzi Blackheart, and that was just a treat. They let them. They let them two women go at it. It was absolutely wonderful. Candice LeRae. I watched Candice LeRae's old stuff, and Randall was like, "Watch her old stuff," and I was like, "Well, why aren't they letting her do this stuff in NXT? Because she's like so good." And he and Randall's like, "You, your your guess is good as mine," but. I'm like, if they just let Candice go all out and let her utilize her entire moveset, this could be one of the best women's matches NXT we've seen in a while. Uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say EO is going to retain um, just for the fact that um, 
she's just been such a dominant champion. I don't think we're done with the Io Shirai reign because she's worked so hard to get here and she's gone through a lot. So I'm going to say Io retains it. But Candice Ray is going to make a statement at the end, probably jump her or something like that, make sure the feud keeps going. Um, and the main event is going to be NXT Champion. The Prince, Finn Balor, versus Undisputed Arizona, Kyle O'Reilly. Now, this one's interesting because Kyle O'Reilly won the gauntlet match last week. And um, uh, he's part of the Undisputed Era, which the leaders had the NXT champion for the longest in NXT history, which who is Adam Cole. So you can see there's kind of, they're playing the seas kind of for a dissension or a breakup between in the Undisputed Era. But you know, you, you think you know, but you don't know. And um, I think Kyle O'Reilly is very underrated. He has a wonderful moveset with strikes and grapples. And he has like an MMA style, and that heel hook, and that knee bar will just make anybody tap. Um, Finn Balor, ever since coming back to NXT, he's been on an absolute roll. These are the best matches he's put on since since this first one in NXT, if we're going to be honest with you, um, with the exception of the universal title match with um, Seth Rollins at uh, SummerSlam. But, yeah, uh, I think I think Finn Balor is going to win it. I think something really, really screwy story-wise is going to happen with uh, Kyle O'Reilly in the Undisputed Era. Um, don't be surprised if Adam Cole becomes jealous or um, Bobby Fish or Roderick Strong it cost him the title out of jealousy because no matter how many there are factions we've seen this before factions come they get success we've seen it and the moment that title the moment that shiny shiny gold title is in the is in the picture everybody wants it all bets are off happened with the shield happens with the x evolution it doesn't matter how tight you are. The moment the everybody wants to be the top guy, everybody wants to be the face, and this is going to be no different. I got Finn Balor winning. I got the Prince winning, um, and Finn Balor is going to keep his long run as NXT champion. I thought he was going to have a. I thought he was going to be a transitional champion, to be honest with you. But I, now they're the way these video packages are looking like they're going to set him up for a pretty long title reign. So. Um, yeah, so those are my predictions for NXT TakeOver 31. Uh, yeah, Damian Priest. Okay, hold on. I take that back. No, I got Damian Priest winning. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stick it to it. I'm going to stick it to it. Damian Priest is going to retain against Johnny Gargano for the North American title. Um, Velveteen Dream is going to beat Kushida. Um, Isaiah Swerve Scott will win. It'll be the uh, first time Cruiserweight champion. Uh, Io Shirai will defeat and retain the women's championship against Candice LeRae. And Finn Balor is going to retain against Kyle O'Reilly with some shenanigans from the Undisputed Era, either during the match or at the end of the match. Um, and, yeah, so that's it. Uh, let's go. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Well, that's pretty much uh, it for today. Um, before I go, I just want to say uh, uh, something real quick. Um, we really appreciate, again, the love and the support uh, since beginning this podcast. Um, I always had trouble finding um, podcasts on um, Apple Podcasts or Google 
podcast, whatever app I'm using for like black nerd uh, shows and where they just black guys and black girls just talk about nerd stuff like comics, movies, gaming, anime. I always had trouble finding that. I know a few of them, but I was like, man. And then there was, I'm like, there's hardly any black guys talking about wrestling. So um, what I just started doing this and uh, first it was a blog, but then got a mic and then we would, me and the guys would have conversations. And then I was just, I always kept saying, we should have recorded that. That was such a good conversation. Like we've been out here talking for like two hours and what well, we just hit the record button and just see what happens next. And so far it, we've been having a blast doing this. So I just want to say, I appreciate the hard work from Marcus, Randall and Mike. Um, you guys have been awesome. Um, getting on Apple Apple Podcasts has been absolutely amazing because uh, like once we get on Apple Podcasts, it's gonna be good. So, uh, but thanks to um, Anchor and um, Spotify and all the other apps that you find your podcast on, um, please continue to share and like, subscribe, rate the content, and share the content, please, 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 and it helps the uh, podcast grow. And uh, yeah, so that's it. Thanks for listening to the Kick Out of Three podcast. This is your boy, Nick. Peace.